0: I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert, and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. Today, I am excited to give you an episode That is full of fun ideas to make the holidays special for our kids. This time of year can include plenty of stress, whether that's financial stress or just stress of trying to plan and do it all. And that stress often falls on the parents. We want to make the holidays special for our kids. And often we think we need to do it all, whether that is a giant pile of gifts under the tree or just schedule in all of the traditions that we possibly can, all of the holiday festivities we possibly can, and we end up unhappy through the season. So today my guest Tashina of The Cinnamon Mom gives us so many tips on how we can make the holidays fun and festive in a way that we can enjoy along with our kids. A way that includes keeping it simple, not spending a ton of extra money, and doing things the way that fits best for our family, that fits our values with what we celebrate this time of year and keeps the holidays about what is meaningful to our families and not about the stress and the consumerism that can often come with it all. I love how Tashina brings in her own perspective of what she loves and what makes the holidays special for her, but also she talked to her kids a lot before recording the episode with me and listen to them to hear what was special to them about the holidays. So we get to hear kind of a mix of both perspectives and just really an episode full of grace for the holidays and full of encouragement that we can make this season special without the added stress and especially without the stress that can come to our budgets this time of year. So Tashina is a wife, a mom of two, and the voice behind TheCinnamonMom.com. With a background in early childhood education and a passion for homemaking, Tashina loves helping moms spend meaningful time with family, raise compassionate kids, and live more mindfully. And I think you're going to see all of that, all of her passion that I just described, Show through in this episode and in how her family kind of makes the holidays a special and meaningful time of year. So, without further ado, let's dive into this conversation with Tashina. Well, I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Tashina. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do before we dive into talking about um, the holidays and making the season fun for our family.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, For starters, thank you so much for having me. I am very honored to get to talk to you and be a guest on your podcast. So um, that means a lot. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me and your space with me. I pretty much identify right now as a wife and a mom. Those are my main two roles. Um, I've been married to my husband for almost 10 years and we have two little girls together. They are five and seven and just The most opinionated, (laughs) loving, joyful little girls you'll ever meet. My background is in early childhood development and elementary education. So I actually used to be a kindergarten teacher for a while. And I left my job to uh, actually when my youngest daughter was born. So it's been about five years now. So I became a stay-at-home mom, but I still felt the need to create and connect with other families and other parents. And um, so that's when I decided to start my blog, the cinnamon mom.com and my social media channels that are connected to that. And so I mostly just create a lot of content that's centered around feeding my family and managing my household and just trying to be mindful with my time and intentional about having quality moments with my family.
0: I just love everything that you share on Instagram. It's so fun following along with you. Um, You share the most delicious looking food with the intentional living with kids. What does that look like? We're going to really dive into talking about the holiday season. So what does that look like for your family through the holiday season to live intentionally during this time of year?
1: Yeah. Yeah being intentional to me just means understanding the purpose for everything that I'm doing and why my husband and I make our choices for our family. And so obviously we keep that in mind throughout the year, but during the holidays it means we're trying to create meaningful memories for our kids, things that they're going to hold on to and, you know, take them to their adulthood and maybe even pass on the traditions that we've taught them. Maybe they'll try them with their families. But it also means to have as little stress as possible, so that we can enjoy those moments, also. I think it's important to also mention our backgrounds. So, I am Filipino and Black, and so I was also raised in a Catholic household. And so, a lot of what we do for the holidays is centered around that. Um, my husband is Black, also, and he's a Christian. Although I was raised in a Catholic household, I do identify as agnostic now. And so, It's a little bit different because I pull from a lot of the traditions that uh, I had as a child, but my approach to it now is a little bit different. You know, those things have significance on me now, but it's not the main source of our motivation. And so in our house, the holidays pretty much start after Halloween. We try to get through all of the costumes and the candy, and then about the second or third week in November... You know, we'll start pulling out our Christmas tree and getting ready for Thanksgiving and thinking about our menu. And then, once we head into December, we're focused on Christmas, and we just recently started celebrating Kwanzaa. And so, um, those are things that, again, we just want them, our kids, to understand why it's special to us and to um, just to take away a lot of really memorable moments together.
0: You know, it's interesting. To come from a perspective, which a lot of us can relate to, to where a lot of times we feel like we want to celebrate in the same way that we did in our childhood. It just feels like nostalgic and it feels sometimes it can feel like the way that we should celebrate because it's just how we've been doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. But when our beliefs change or, you know, we just realize like, okay, we want to bring some other aspect uh, whether it's cultural or just some new thing that's become important to us into our holiday celebration, like that can feel like, okay, well, how how do we make that change? How do we make that shift in our mindset that like, this was what the meaning was to my family when I was younger, but like, this is what I want it to be for like my family now with um, my kids and my household. So how do you communicate? Like, did you just celebrate, um, begin celebrating Kwanzaa this year?
1: Yeah, um, we've celebrated it for the last couple of years, and I thank you. You've summed up exactly what I was trying to communicate perfectly. Is that we do have a lot of the sentimental feelings from our childhood, um, and remembering things that we did with our families, and we try to bring it into our present now with our kids so that they can hold on to it. So thank you for clarifying that on my behalf. But with our kids, we so we started Kwanzaa in, just in the last two years, and the something that's really fun about that it is. Uh, you can interpret it basically however you want. And so ours involves a lot of reading and talking about community and making crafts together, making delicious food together, trying new recipes. And so that has been really fun um, because we didn't really, my husband and I didn't experience it as much as kids. And so we're kind of learning and creating that together with our kids now.
0: Yeah. Whenever you... I guess, brought that new holiday that you were celebrating in or just you celebrate Christmas as well. So communicating the meaning of that, like what it means to you versus what it means to your husband. Like, how do you bring that to your kids? like you said, like food traditions, Uh, is there anything else that you do to kind of just make the season meaningful to them? Because it can get so you know, it's so commercialized, like Mm -hmm. especially Christmas, but just that's what like the holiday season is. If you're watching the commercials, and you're, you're walking into Target, it can just get so commercialized so much about, you know, what's under the tree on Christmas morning and the gifts and things like that. Mm -hmm. So how do you kind of communicate the meaning other? Than that to your kids?
1: Yeah, so we have never put an emphasis on having fancy decorations or having a lot of presents. And so I think a lot of it is just through example. They know that in our household, there isn't a big emphasis on material things. And so it's more about just creating an atmosphere talking a lot about gratitude, making an extra effort to reach out to family or to spend time with our relatives who are close by. Yeah, just, you know, even though we do see a lot of, we, you know, we got some toy catalogs in the mail in October, and they look through them, but they know that we're not going to go and, you know, buy them everything that's on their Christmas list. Um, so a lot of it is just just being an example for them of, of gratitude and of love and joy. For us, the holidays also aren't necessarily about one like one specific day. It, it really is the holiday season for us. So it goes pretty much from the middle of November until New Year's because that's when Kwanzaa ends. And so it's just about making an environment in our home that is focused on just being generous, being loving. And I keep saying showing gratitude, but that is a big part of it.
0: Well, that's exactly what I want to dig into next is just the idea of making it not all about one event, but how we can kind of be festive and make this time of year, you know, about the things that we probably really want most of the year to be about, just like togetherness and joy and gratitude, but making it fun and festive for our kids in general. So I think sometimes like we get overwhelmed with all of the options, um, all of the different traditions, all of the ways that we can make the holiday special for our kids. So what are some just simple examples, simple ways uh, that you make the holiday special and fun and that takes away the overwhelm, maybe mm-hmm. is low budget, that kind of thing?
1: Yeah. Um, the number one easiest thing to do is just to turn on some Christmas music. <laughs> That's our very favorite thing. We start playing it like I said, after Halloween ends, we pretty much are ready to start transitioning into Thanksgiving and to just a more festive, another festive time of year. I guess I can't really say more, but another festive time of year. Just the sounds, listening to the music, listening to songs that we grew up on, hearing um, songs from uh, new artists, remaking, you know, the classic songs and just making them more relevant to today. And so my children love Hearing Christmas music, love hearing just all the holiday sounds. I've been carefully curating my Pandora playlist for years, (laughs) and so that is completely free. And there are tons of great playlists out there on pretty much any music streaming platform, so uh, those are really easy to come across, and they even make them family oriented, so (laughs) you know, artists that the kids are familiar with. And then we also put a big emphasis on food, especially during the holidays and um, for my kids, I really I don't know if it's because of my background in child development or just because my kids get so excited about it but I just love making present not even making food necessarily but presenting food in a way that is exciting for them and so I um, if you visit my Instagram I have I love using cookie cutters. And so I have the same little set of cookie cutters that I've been using for years, ever since my kids were born. That's just really easy. You can cookie cutter anything. (laughs) You can cookie cutter sandwiches. You can cookie cutter quesadillas. Sometimes I'll, you know, cut their cheese, their slices of cheese into different shapes. And so that's always really fun when they see their sandwich looks like a snowman or their quesadilla is shaped like a snowflake or, you know, just anything like that. It's really cute. And then also I like to incorporate a lot of just holiday colors into things. So if I can make them a snack tray, that is maybe red tomatoes and green bell peppers, the red and the green together, or maybe even shape it like a candy cane or something like that. They just go crazy over those things. And it's food that I was already going to give them. So it doesn't take any additional effort to go to the store. And it's maybe 30 seconds to a minute additional of, you know, making the shapes. So, and that's also something that we can do together. So they like to, to make the food or to create, recreate the food with me. Another thing that I do this time of year is I'll usually head down to the library and I'll stack up on winter, just winter books in general. So we've always lived in warmer climates. We very rarely, my kids actually saw snow for the first time just earlier this year, but we don't live some, we've never lived anywhere where it snows regularly. And so they love reading books about snow and making snowmen. We don't actually know anybody personally who celebrates Hanukkah, not that I can think of. And so they love learning about Hanukkah and just other holidays and other religions. My girls actually, we read a couple of Hanukkah books last year. And so they were so curious about latkes. And so we just tried it and we made some. And that was a really fun experience to have together. So library books are always really great tools to reintroduce, I guess, the winter season and just different ways that people celebrate with their families. Um, Let's see. We are big crafters at our house, and I love finding just things around our home that we can use to put things together. We do a lot of toilet paper crafts. (laughs) Uh, We can make, you can make anything out of toilet paper rolls. So snowmen reindeer elves whatever you like uh, it's fun to get creative with that I'm trying to think off the top of my head but uh, those are I'd say those are the main things that we like to do so listening to music making our food uh, presenting our food in fun ways um, getting library books making crafts and then we also really enjoy looking at Christmas lights if we know of a neighborhood or a good display that's close by, we might walk through them or drive through them so that my kids can enjoy that.
0: I love that all of those ideas are just so attainable and not overwhelming at all. It doesn't take like an elaborate plan or anything like that, Um, which I I think when I, I'm not like a super crafty mom or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So when I think of like festivities for the holidays, sometimes I do get overwhelmed of just like, oh, I feel like I'm going to need to plan this out. And Go and get all of the different materials and everything, but it doesn't have to be like that, yeah, it's <laughs> you not know. At all.
1: One of my kids' favorite crafts to do, actually, is just making, like, little mosaics. And so all I do is take a cereal box, and I'll just cut out a different shape. So, like, for the holidays, for instance, I might cut out, a gin- like, a large gingerbread man out of um, the cereal box. And then I'll just give my kids scraps of paper, and they'll rip it up and glue it onto the gingerbread man to make, you know, to give them eyes or give them buttons or give them clothes or whatever they want to do. And so that doesn't require any extra materials or any extra time. And it's always just really cute, especially when they're young, you know, it's not going to come out perfect, but it's a fun process. And it also is good practice for their fine motor skills and they get to be, they get to have a good time with it.
0: Something my daughter just learned about through a friend is Kids Hub Art have you heard of that it's on YouTube it's like art lessons for kids basically mm-hmm. and they do all kind of seasonal things as well and all you need is like paper and a marker for yeah. them to do their drawings but it's it's fun seeing like such young kids you know try to draw somewhat elaborate drawings that they teach them on there. Um, But that's just an easy one that popped up in my head and it's taken very minimal effort from me.
1: Yeah, no, that sounds really fun. I think my girls would enjoy that. They like to, they really do like to draw.
0: So you talked about like your mosaic, the mosaic gingerbread, one of your kids' favorite crafts that they do. What are some of your favorite holiday traditions that you do with your family in general?
1: One thing that I really like to do every you know, later in fall or winter time is take family pictures. And I think a lot of people are under the impression that you need to like hire an expensive photographer and get perfectly matching clothes. And, um, that hasn't been the case for us. I just, it's fun to me to, to have a collection of pictures over the years to look back and just compare how my kids have grown and just remember where we are in that moment. And so, um, all I do is I have a tripod for my phone and a bluetooth remote and we go find a little grassy area um usually it's just in our backyard we have like a big uh, we have a lot of trees behind our house um, but this year we just walked up to a little pond that's really close to us that made a really nice backdrop and we just took family pictures in front of there the girls got to put on you know their favorite dresses and I just Found some clothes in my closet, my husband's closet that were kind of coordinating, and we just got out there and had some fun taking family pictures. And so that's something now that we do every single year. Like I said, it's just really nice to look back over the years and, and reflect on how much we've grown how much our kids have grown and how far we've been coming as a family. So I really like to do that around this time of year. It's also nice to do it when the weather cools off because then you don't have to complain about heat or worry about sweating while we're doing our little mini photo shoot. Taking family pictures is one tradition that we love. And then also, um, I actually, before I came out here, I asked my girls what their favorite part about the holidays were. And my oldest, my seven-year-old, said that she likes decorating our Christmas tree. And that's fun for me, too. We've had the same artificial tree pretty much since my husband and I got married. So it's on, you know, it's 9 or tenth Christmas now. And so we just turn on our music and we just, you know, we put it together. I... I do my best to let my kids put the ornaments on where they like but sometimes I have to do a little bit of rearranging if there's you know too many clustered <laughs> in in one area. But um, as they've gotten older, they've been making their own ornaments either at home or at school. And so that's really cute too, to look at their little additions and how our tree is becoming more and more personalized. So I haven't had to buy ornaments for that since we originally bought the tree, but it's really, and it's, it's a, not a, you know, it's not huge, it's probably six or seven feet, but it's, um, that's a fun thing that we do just to like get the holidays started is start decorating our tree. Um, We also love baking. I love being in the kitchen with my kids, and they're learning so much about measurements and following recipes, so we always do a lot of holiday baking together. And then um, food is a really big part of how we spend time together. So for Christmas, I always grew up um, spending Christmas, or especially when I was very young, we spent it with my uh, family on the Filipino side. And so now I, for Christmas, I always make a Filipino meal for my family. So just with traditional food, I do it a few times during the year, but it doesn't happen very often. And so it's really special when we get to have Filipino food for Christmas. They look forward to that. And now my kids are old enough to to learn how to make the things with me. And then um, for one of the last days of Kwanzaa, that's also another big feast that we have. And so... We, it's a lot of soul food or traditional like African dishes that we're trying. And so that's been really fun to, to experience that with my kids. So Filipino food and some soul food. That's awesome. I love the
0: food that goes along with the holidays. Yeah. But decorating the tree is just always such a fun one, I think, for kids. And I think a lot of times we think we need to add all of these elaborate traditions, but just those simple ones. I mean, growing up, that was always my favorite, looking at all of the ornaments that I had made that my mom had kept. And over the years, you know, the thing, the ornaments we've gathered. And I think that's one of my daughter's favorites as well. I wanna take a quick break to thank the sponsors that are making this episode of Minimalish possible. We all have done some sort of damage to our hair over the years. I've been coloring my hair for a long time, plus I am postpartum, so my hair could definitely use some help. If you're like me and you struggle to have longer and thicker hair, then you need to give Vegamore a try. Vegamore has really helped my hair. Their holistic approach to hair health uses smart botanicals that promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair get healthy, beautiful looking hair without the use of harmful chemicals. All of their products are cruelty free and never contain parabens or hormones. Vegamore has something for everyone looking to improve their hair health. The Grow Revitalized Shampoo and Conditioner Kit works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. Using the Grow Revitalize Shampoo and Conditioner has made my hair feel thicker and it has made my hair fall out less and i just love how soft it makes my hair feel every time i wash it and with vegamore there is no risk when trying because they have a 90 day money back guarantee but with 91 percent of customers saying they saw visibly thicker hair with vegamore in just three months you won't want to run out Don't let damage of the past hold your hair back. See your hair's full potential with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com slash minimalish and use code minimalish to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash minimalish code minimalish to save 20% at vegamore.com slash minimalish. I also want to thank Indeed. If you shied away from challenges, you wouldn't be the person you are today If you need to hire someone who loves a good challenge as much as you do, you can find them fast with Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Something I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because of the screenings and assessments you can use any of the 135 graded assessment tests to help find your top talent's abilities in a flash. Indeed assessments can even give you a window into how candidates will be on the job. On average, applicants who scored proficient plus on the reliability assessment were nearly eight times more likely to consistently attend work, according to US Indeed data. Join over three million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why, with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Visit Indeed.com/minimalish to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com/minimalish. Indeed.com/minimalish. Terms and conditions apply. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A R M O I R E, dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armwire today. I talked a little bit earlier about like how I feel like, you know, if I want to make these holiday crafts with my kids, I feel like I have to plan it out. Do you plan? for the traditions and the festive fun to make sure the holidays don't pass by without like getting to do your favorite things? Or is it something that you kind of just naturally do? How does that all work for you?
1: We don't. um, I wish I could say that I did plan everything, but I feel like life just gets so busy this time of year. And so if I make a plan and I don't get to everything on it, I feel like I'd be really disappointed in myself. And so I don't set a schedule or anything, but um, a couple of years ago, I did make a like a holiday to-do list that I shared on my blog, and it was just full of ideas um, that my kids had shared with me that they wanted to do. And so for the last couple of years, I have been referring to that. If we have, you know, extra time on in the afternoon or a weekend that we're free, then we'll, we'll go to that list and we'll see what we have time for, what we can fit in. But aside from, you know, cooking our big quiz, Christmas and Kwanzaa meals, there isn't anything that, you know, if I didn't do it, that we would feel like we missed out on. Um, So for instance, like last year, we didn't make it to see Christmas lights and it was okay. You know, like it was fine. Life moved on and we were okay. But um, my kids, now that they're a little bit older and they're remembering years past, they're really good at asking me if they can do things. For Thanksgiving, for instance, my uh, five-year-old has been like, can we please make pumpkin pie? Can we please make pumpkin pie? I really want to make pumpkin pie. And so if there's something that's on their heart that they're asking for and it's important to them, then we'll set aside. Like, we'll be really intentional, intentional about making sure that we're able to do that with them. But I try not to stick to too strict of a plan because I just, you know, I don't want anybody to feel, I want this to be a time that's purely for happiness. And if we don't get to something, then it's okay. There's always going to be next year. So yeah, if my kids mention it, I'll I'll make a note. I'll write it down. And um, if we don't get to it, it's, it's all right.
0: That's so good. I I think that that is a reminder that we all need. I mean, some some people are like big planners and want that plan. But I know that, you know, it's just so important to realize that we don't have to do it all at this time of year to make it special. Mm -hmm. Like, if we can just focus on what we actually feel we want to do and what our kids keep asking us to do, then that's really going to be enough. So I'm I'm glad that you said that because I just feel like that is a breath of fresh air <laughs> that yeah. we all need during this time of year.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just it feels like the holidays can get so stressful and, and competitive, and I don't want it to be like, we have this list of goals and we have to accomplish them. Like, that's not at all what it's about for my family. And so we do what we can, and we enjoy the time that we spend together doing it. But, um, you know, we're at the end of the day, it's, it's okay if we don't do all the things.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Kind of along those same lines. Do you have any last encouragements for a mom that might be feeling overwhelmed by the pressure to make the holidays this like elaborate, special thing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know, with social media there's always the temptation to to compare yourself to what other people are doing. There are so many great ideas that are out there. And I really do love connecting with other moms and being inspired by the things that I'm seeing, but um, it can also make you feel really uh, like you're insufficient, like you're not doing enough or you're not, you don't have enough decorations or you don't have enough presents. And so I have learned just for myself, just to not compare what I'm doing to what anyone else is doing. So I think that would be my biggest advice is just to not, you know, not to turn everything into comparison. Just worry about what you're doing in your home and you don't need to be like, you can be happy for other people if they're able to do whatever they're doing, but it's okay if that's not what works for your family. And then I would also say to, um, to be realistic with yourself about the, time that you have to spend on holiday activities to be realistic about the energy that you have this time of year. I think I'm on like, well, just the end of the year, like we just, you know, a lot of things are happening. especially if you're, you're working or there's just a lot going on in life, you know, people are taking care of their sick relatives or having to travel last minute or just lots of things come up. And so if you don't have the energy Do things, then that's okay to be realistic about yourself because your family doesn't want you to be burnt out. So, you know, self preservation is important. And then, of course, to be realistic about your budget. So, if you are a family who wants to, you know, have presence and maybe it's difficult, um, I have found a lot of success. Uh, with my Buy Nothing group and secondhand shopping. So that's one way to to get presents if you're hoping to. But um, if it's not in somebody's budget, I would definitely advise them to be mindful about their spending because at the end of the day, if you spend money that you didn't intend to or that doesn't fit into your budget, then that's just going to create more stress for you and more stress for your family. So living within your means is so important. And just to be mindful of what your budget is during the holidays. And then the last piece of advice I would say is to make sure that you're having fun because the holidays really should be about family. And I feel like so many moms have just like taken this burden upon themselves that they have to just make magic for everybody else and they don't get to enjoy it. And so I am just, I make sure that I get as much out of this time of year as everybody else in my family, that I get to enjoy all the same things and I get to just have a good time and that there's not too much just extra stress that's added on on top of it all. Yeah, that's so good, all of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I
0: Especially when you were talking about the gifts, I think about that every year of just like, that's one of my main goals is that I don't come out of this season more like financially stressed Mm -hmm. because I remember... Like I loved the holidays growing up and my family gave us such a good experience, like my brother and I, and, you know, it was always felt special, but I remember there being like this underlying stress that my mom had. And I'm sure that many moms experience that now. And I, I didn't know why, but I now know why Mm -hmm. it was because we had like huge piles of gifts under the tree. And of course, as kids, like we loved that, but I would never have wanted my mom to feel like she had to spend so much money to make the holidays special. And so that's like the thing I tell myself every year. So um, thank you for all of those encouragements. And just, I, I so agree that this should be a fun time for all of us that the whole family should enjoy this together. And our kids are going to know and feel that if we're enjoying it, too, or if we're stressed out about it. Mm-hmm. Because I, I felt that growing up, for sure. Yeah.
1: I was just talking to my girls, too, and I asked them, um, because they do ask for things. They see commercials or they see toys that their friends have. And so every now and then they do ask for things. But I, I was having a conversation with them, and I said, do you guys remember what you got for Christmas last year? And they were like, nope. They had no idea. And looking back, I can't really remember any gifts that I got for Christmas either, you know, like those things are so temporary and, you know, it's just, it's not what sticks out in a lot of kids' minds. Like they see, you know, a mountain of presents and they really, you know, it's fun to unwrap stuff, but that those things just don't, you know, they don't last. And so it's really, when I look back and when my kids were just talking to me, they remember the, the music and the food and the decorating the trees and, and things like that, you know, it's not the presents were not the most important part of it all. So I just, you know, if somebody wants to do that for their family and they're able to, I think it's, that's fantastic. I will never judge anybody for it, but, um, I just, you know, it breaks my heart when I see some parents who are so disappointed that they aren't able to provide more gifts for their kids or that they are stressed about being able to do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So good. Well, this has been such a fun conversation just about the holidays in general. It's one of my favorite times of year, so I love talking about it. I have two questions that I ask every guest before you go. The first one is what is something that you're simplifying right now?
1: So I'm pretty satisfied with how well we've edited our home. I don't feel like we have a lot of unnecessary objects you know, material objects in our house right now. But one thing I'm trying to do is simplify my to-do list. And so I, um, you know, since I became a stay-at-home mom, I kind of look at our house as like my territory. Like it's my domain and I'm responsible for everything that's in there. And I'm realizing that I don't have to take that on myself, that I, my husband is more than competent and always willing to help if I let him. And my kids are getting older, they're five and seven, and so they can handle more responsibilities. And so I'm just trying to get more confident or more comfortable with myself, just like not being such a control freak and not being so um, concerned with everything in our house being exactly right. But it's okay if my husband wants to load the dishwasher, like (laughs) he doesn't have to do it the way that I do it. That's all right. Or if my kids want to help with the, you know, sort the laundry, it's okay if the piles aren't exactly the way that I would have organized it. And so I'm just learning how to let go of some of that need for everything to be a certain way and allow my family to be more involved in the household things. Yeah, I love that.
0: What about um, what is something that you're loving right now?
1: As I mentioned, I've been a stay-at-home mom since my youngest daughter was born, so it's been about five and a half years, and I have just had, you know, my two little ones all this time, and I always told myself that when my youngest started school that I would go back to work, and so she started school in August, and here I am still not, you know, going back to the classroom, not having a full-time job, and so... I am actually really enjoying just, I'm loving having time to myself and being able to just slow down and think about my needs, to prioritize my needs and to just kind of figure out what my next steps are, where I want to go. Because, you know, I've identified as a stay at home mom for so long. And now that I have, I wouldn't even call it free time. I don't have free time while they're in school. Like I'm still doing things for my family, but I do, I'm able to set aside more moments for myself and just kind of reevaluate my individual direction as me to Sheena and not necessarily as a mom or as a wife. So it's been different, but, um, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's nice to be able to do this.
0: I... I'm so thankful for your time today and that we got to talk so much about the holidays uh, and I'm thankful for all that you share online. So where can uh, our listeners find you?
1: So my blog is the and that's been my baby for about five years. I've been, I've really enjoyed sharing on that. I, I love, um, you know, I do enjoy short form, but I do, I like that. My blog allows me to expand a lot more on my ideas and just share a little bit more, about my motivation. But my handles on pretty much every other social media channel are just the cinnamon mom. So I spend a lot of time on Instagram. And then you can also find me on Pinterest, Facebook, and a little bit on TikTok, just starting a branch out there. But yes, I'm the cinnamon mom everywhere. I'll link all of your handles uh, in the show notes so
0: that listeners can find you. Um, but yeah, thanks again for your time today. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. As I said during my conversation with Tashina, I often feel this pressure to kind of plan in everything I possibly can, all of the traditions, and I think that I feel that way because I often feel like this season gets away from me. There are things that I want to do every year and they kind of just slip my mind with the hurry of everything else that comes along with the season, whether it's buying gifts or cooking a meal for to take to a holiday party, the things that I want to do every year slip away from me. And also the things that I, I think I just think I should do slip away from me. So what I love is how Tashina said, a couple of years ago, she made a list of kind of all of the holiday things that her kids love to do and the things that she loves to do and she kind of draws from that list but she mostly listens to the things that her kids are asking her to do and the things that maybe she and her husband love doing the most and just naturally makes sure those things happen within the holiday season and let's go of the rest We don't have to feel that pressure to do it all this season to make a special holiday season. We can just do a few of the things that we love, and that's probably going to make it a lot more memorable and a lot less stressful anyways. This season should be enjoyable for the whole family. It should be a time where we can all be present and together and focus on what matters most about this season to us. So what matters most about this season to you? What are the things your kids really love the most and you really love the most? Focus on those things this year and let go of the rest of the pressure to do all the things this season. If you enjoyed this episode and it was helpful to you and it was fun to listen to because it's just fun to talk about the holiday season and get festive together would you share this with a friend or share it on instagram share it wherever you like to share things i am grateful for you for your time in doing that and for letting me know that you love the episode letting others know that you enjoy this show and invite others into the minimalish community thank you again as always for being here and for listening in I am so grateful that you're here. And I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never
1: gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death